Holidays are already here. What are we going to do? Well, your friends here at HMG have just the idea for you. Put together the ultimate HMG Russo brand holiday gift basket this year for the wrestling fan on your list. Every wrestling fan would love to open up a present with great merchandise from all of our sponsors. Get the limited edition Russo Bro Coffee from thebrosters.com and bam! bam! You can spice up your holiday with ODB's official barbecue sauce available now at odbsmeetandgreet.com. That's O-D-B-S, meet, M-E-A-T, and greet, G-R-E-E-T.com. And when you're cooking your favorite holiday dishes, make sure to use Zordos olive oil. For the best-tasting, ultra-premium, great olive oil on the market, go to ZordosOliveOil.com. Make a fantastic gift basket for the foodie and wrestling fan on your list. Wear your Benjamin gear when you want to trigger Aunt Karen at the dinner table this year. It heals over strong all holiday long when you support all of our great HMG sponsors. Make sure to get the perfect gift for yourself and subscribe to ChannelAttitude.com today so you can get all of your favorite Hami Media Group shows and support independent media and content creators in the new year. Your law. <laughs> yes, that's right, infidels. We're back. The table's on fire. The roof is on fire. Your back is on fire. Is it's time to light the fuse? AEW Dynamite Review, Hacker Hameen, ChannelAttitude.com, with the Chris Silvio. YOLO! <laughs> Yo, what's good? Just waiting for my man Silvio. He's probably pulling up right now, taking care of business, letting. Uh, lovely genocide. No, we're going on air and, uh, we'll be, I'm sure I'll be running in here just a minute or two, but I can kick this thing off solo on the dole. I can handle a mic in the spotlight. That's no problem. <laughs> I see the chat rooms filled up here as we keep it live, uh, at twitch.tv slash media and at Ben Hameen YouTube channel, giving away some free value, but thank you for subscribing to channelattitude.com. And now, as I just turned the corner, the main event is here. He has arrived. Glad to see him back. The man, Chris Silvio. How's it going, pal? Yo, Popsy, Hameen. Yalla. Good to see you, my friend. We're, we're here. We're back on Light the Fuse. Looks like you got some brosters over there in your mug. Fresh, fresh uh, brood. It's oh, almost yeah. gone. You know, I can almost smell it from here. It's It's got a hint of New York in it, a hint of uh, Java. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, we're rocking it. Crazy fucking show last night. There was some fire, some ice. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I've been really pumped uh, after watching that match to to hear you break this one down. 
Yeah, man. Uh, I was not down with this week's show, and it hurt me because I was so down with last week's show, even though we were, uh, you know, on break and whatnot, and, and you were traveling and, and doing the in-laws thing, too. They they killed it with the MJF punk segment from last week, so I kind of wanted to talk about that mm-hmm. kicking off. And also a good, great amount of heel work from Daniel Bryan to, like, get over in a way a true pro knows how to get it over without having to, you know, of who he's up against and where he's up against and how he has to work that way. So I thought last week's show, what was the main event last week? I forget already. I can't remember. So much wrestling. Um, but, uh, you know, that, that show worked for me this week did not work at all, bro. I mean, the first five matches, put them on a sheet of paper and you know, you don't, you don't even need to watch, you know, who's going over and everything, you know? And so just bad booking choices, uh, but everyone's working hard. I'm not saying they're not. And then some funny, but scary mishaps and we'll cover it all, but I'm glad to be back with you, man. And uh, I know genocide has been working hard and uh, I thought the girls this week stole the show in my opinion, dude. So, uh, you know, as they do oftentimes, yeah. Yeah. And, and different, yeah. different sets of girls that are, are doing it. So uh, we'll get to all that stuff here with some quick uh, news. Anything else you want to catch us up on? I hope you had a, a great uh, Thanksgiving with uh, in-laws and friends. Yeah, man. It was, it was pretty nice. Lots of, lots of food, the normal, lots yeah. of naps, a little bit of foosball, a um, little bit of uh, hash air hockey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the good times are heading out, man. Nice. I just watched the uh, what was what what episode is it? Propane, propane is on right now, and he did the oh, shit yeah. shit waves monologue. I'm like, I don't know what's better. <laughs> that that episode is right up there. So is because everything goes away from they're gonna buy the park, they're gonna fucking marry Barb, and and all that. And his world's just collapsing around him, bro. Like it's so good. The the Rizub and Tizug episode is real good too. Uh, you know, when, and when Randy eats the fucking blue Jay burger, this whole season, season four, I think is <laughs> the strongest, the strongest one. It's got Sam Squanch in it, you know, uh, and Steve French, the, this season four mm-hmm. is probably, I think the best season. Ever. It might be bro. And the, the Riz up and tug is also one of my favorite ones. And I it's, think, uh, Corey and Trevor steal the show in that one when they're yeah. forced into the trailer and you just hear the, the voice off screen. I paid for a woman, not Corey and Trevor. Tell you guys to clean the house. They come here, you're jerking off men. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, uh, Hank Hills in the chat room. I appreciate you. I enjoyed your work, Mr. Hill. I think uh, you and Mike Judge uh, have got something there. Um, Yeah, dude, but I'm glad to be back with you because we we did take time off. We did have AEW Rampage up. Big shout out to uh, the guys over there, Jargo and Enright and whoever else was filling in. Uh, but very cool to to have the double coverage there, and you're always welcome to to do that. Show. I don't know if you're up late, and I think they record right after though. That's the Ooh. I'm yeah, I'm devastated after SmackDown Ooh. and that, bro. I'm I'm dead. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, a couple quick notes. I mean, the the bad news. I, I I loved I loved fucking last week's show. I was like, this is a good fucking show, kind of front to back, dude. Maybe one or two punch ups, but they didn't miss much last week. Then I watch Rampage, and they open with Adam Cole uh, and uh, Orange Cassidy. Well, it was a tag, though, right? 
last week or this week? Just this past week. And, dude, they're pulling all kinds of time and doing the corny shit, bro. And I'm just like, what a miss. And then this week's, last week's uh, Rampage number, which should have been sky high because everybody parties the night before Thanksgiving. Then it's Thanksgiving and Black Friday. You have a captive audience at home. They did 403,000. There's no excuse for that. And that's something massively wrong with the booking of when SmackDown ends with 1.9 million, you can only bring over 400,000 of those viewers. That's insane to me, bro. And that that's the number one problem. And then to open up with a match with this guy is supposed to be the man, but he's pulling 20 minutes with the cartoon character. Not that, like the booking's wrong from one show to the next within three day span. You so have it, and then you so don't have it. That's that's a huge issue, bro. Do you know uh, what, what it is it, with Rampage? The issue is in the formatting of the program. I love the one hour of it. I love the three matches of it. Yeah. In between, we have some misses on how to execute that. I have an exact plan on how to make that. Uh, into perfection, but that's not something I'm willing to share for free. You and I can talk off off air about it. Sure. Um, but basically, with, without giving away too much, there's so much you can do with an hour show and that three-match format that all you have to do is book matches that people are interested in seeing and tell the story of each match as you lead up to it. That's the most I could give away for free. But the big thing is giving matches, especially main event matches that people want to see. They're kind of using Saturday night's main events model in a way where Mm -hmm. it's a shorter card and they usually open the show with the bigger match. So if you recall watching Saturday night's main event in the eighties, Hogan would usually go on first. You'd have Hogan and honky tonk, right? For the title. And then the main event would be something like the heart foundation versus strike force or something like that. Um, so they kind of do something similar, um, but it, it doesn't always uh, work out the way we want it to. Yeah, not not the way they are because they're crossing the lines of mid-card, upper, main event guys and lower guys. And every one of those, you could have those tiers, but don't crisscross them just to have the matches of everybody on the same level. Your lower card guys got it, can have their own story and as well as your upper main event around the belt. like, And eventually they might, interweave but the way we're doing it now is just you know a losing it's a losing formula at four hundred thousand i'll give you my i'll give you my uh scenario give me the show i'm gonna tell you the the 22 people i want to be my regulars you give me six floating talent that can go back and forth in between and i'm and i'm gonna fucking make i'm gonna make these guys that's my only thing is to Start making characters real heels, real baby faces, none of this, and no more 10 to 16 minute matches. There's going to be a two minute match where it's real. And I got to, if she's going to run in later, I'll put it over again. But I, I got hot this week because genocide, not that she was right. I love saying that she was right. But when Wardlow did those four power bombs, she was spot on. And I just wasn't paying attention the week before. And if he's supposed to be a heel in the segment before, cutting off the baby face then he comes out to wrestle the next segment that exact next segment after commercial and hits the guy with four power bombs the crowd's cheering him on to do it that they had nobody knows what they're doing bro like <laughs> you know like it's it's a bad bad uh lesson every time in that but they they don't learn 
they did it two weeks in a row, three weeks in a row, really. Unless they're gearing towards the inevitable Wardlow turn that we've been expecting. That's fine. But sure. you don't if they out, want you them. So I don't know if you remember the Shawn Michaels diesel build when they were flipping diesel from Shawn's bodyguard, yeah. diesel started getting reactions and they started doing similar things to this. I see some uh, consistencies there. So, I mean, if they're going to pull the plug on Wardlow, cool, let him power bomb the shit out of people and let, let them come. If he is going to be a heel, you know, maybe consider something different. But the one thing I'm happy about is the fucking power bomb, albeit it was four, is a million times better than that stupid knee finish that they let him do. Wardlow's yeah. so impressive. That knee, he, he needs to stay far away from that. Let it cruise away. Awesome. He looked awesome last night, bro. Yeah, like a monster, right? Yeah, dude. But but yeah, they're they're just they have it right there in their hand, and then they just they they don't know how to capitalize on it. You know what I mean? And I don't understand I was, that. I was but half that, expecting, to be honest. You mentioned the previous segment. I was half expecting during the um, MJF Punk confrontation that we'll cover uh, when Wardlow comes out to bust it up. I was half expecting Wardlow to sidestep. Sidestep. That would have been yeah. a good choice. That I right. I don't know why Punk wouldn't pitch that, especially if they're going to do something babyface right after. You know what I mean? Like even Wardlow sidestep and walks down to go to his match. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing, and he has to beg off in his. Uh, you know, Jewish pajamas. In his Larry David. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Quick news and notes here. Tony Khan comments about Jim Ross's AEW commentary hiatus. He spoke to Busted Open. He said, Jim just doesn't want to sit back and get these treatments and step away from wrestling. He's still very much involved, even though he's not going to be calling the show. That's another thing. For fans who are new to AEW, even though they won't be in the booth tonight, one thing that made people feel comfortable, made them feel at home watching wrestling, is the voice of Jim Ross and the voice of Tony Schiavone out there. We're all going to miss Jim for the next several weeks very much, but I agree with you guys so much. He adds so much to the matches he calls and the shows that he calls. JR, I think, is the greatest voice in wrestling. A very nice sentiment. Mm -hmm. uh, very professional. I like that, uh, TK. And uh, we wish Jim the best, too. He's You've been showing pictures of his treatments and all that, and anybody who's got somebody in their family going through it, especially at holiday time like this, uh, you know, uh, I mean, media group, uh, no matter what we believe in and in our own individual lives, we wish you the best. And we know that stuff uh, is far more important than the day-to-day -day little dumbass beefs we get in over headlines. So Jim Ross thinking the guy's been through plenty already sure. in his life. So Hopefully this uh, goes pretty quick without a hitch, and I think December 29th he might be scheduled to be back. So hope he's feeling well. And you got to say too, man, like fucking bless his Oklahoma heart, as we say here in the South. Um, December 29th or 22nd, whatever the date was, is not that far away. It's December 2nd. Yeah. Brother is in his 60s, and he's about to have 22 radiation treatments in this short span of time. And I was already talking about, yeah, I plan to be at work later in the month. That's sure. a badass motherfucker right there. Number yeah. one. That's number Oklahoma two, all right, right there. Not about number it. two, that's somebody that loves the hell out of professional wrestling and his craft. Mm -hmm. The yep. same way you and I do, how you get up every day and you got to complain about watching 20 hours of footage, yes. see some of the best and worst things you've ever seen, but your happy mm. ass is still up. It's not always happy, but your happy ass is still up here commentary giving the fans something to listen to brightening people's day that's what we do man that's that's part of the gig so props to jim ross for his dedication being the fucking best 
And uh, yeah. You've just heard a free preview of HMG's great daily content. To hear the full show, you have to subscribe to channelattitude.com today. Get the highest quality HMG audio and video wrestling podcast exclusively at channelattitude.com. When you subscribe to HMG, you know that you are supporting the very best in independent media and content creators all working together to bring you the very best in wrestling, news, reviews, and entertainment. Thank you for subscribing to Hami Media Group at channelattitude.com. Do it. Subscribe today.